What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and I'm Randall Radbod, here to put the what back in what. Oh, hi, Randall. What are you doing here? As a motor of fact, I'm here to lodge a beep-boop complaint. Oh no, what's wrong? What indeed, Mr. Rerick? I'm sick and wired of being left out of your stories. I'm I'm so sorry I've made you feel neglected. Well, a giga hurts, man. And it's time I said something. You know, we actually do have a question about you today from a listener named Will. Hi, my name is Will, and I like the movie Coraline. And my what if question is, what if Randall Radbot fell in love and went to the prom with Mama Gamma? Thank you. We love your podcast. Bye. I listen to it every night. Sorry, Will. No conduit. No conduit? Exactly. I've severed all conduits to that memory. Randall, you do not have to share a painful experience with me or anyone else. But ignoring those feelings can be detrimental. Oh, I've got an even battery idea. We'll show the folks at home, but I'll just delete myself from the memories. But that wasn't the what if question. Then good thing we've got another question from William. No relation. Oh. My name is William, and I'm five years old, and my one of question is, what if robots didn't exist? Good job. Bye, Mr. Eric. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, William. And we've also got one review question from Amalia that we'll read at the end. So let's find out. What if Randall Radbot fell in love and went to prom with Mama Gemma? And what if robots didn't exist? There once was not a robot, the coolest kid in school. He never got to take his shot and feel a love-struck fool. Why are you rhyming, Mr. Eric? For we rewrote his memories, and you can come along to witness all the pleasantries of the world without his song. Ah, uh, you're bleeping me out a little bot. And Mama never got his note. So on this lonely night, she'd never prance and love and float. She had no dance invite. This mamma's all alone, feeling quite forsaken. I'm in my jammies, missing prom, and they're all merrymaking. That doesn't sound like the mamma jamma I know. There once was not a robot, whose good friend Papaloo had hid behind the hotshot bot and felt a big crush, too. I've never had the courage to take that scary chance. But on prom night, I swear a pledge, I'll ask her out to dance. Wait, Papaloo didn't have a crush. He just liked Mama Gemma because he wanted to be like me and have the things that I have. So many times he tried to say a word about his crush. But when he tried, his words would spray out like alphabetty mush. I know I have to tell her how I feel and that is why... I've dressed up like the big moon cow, my heroes in the sky. Ah, uh, yeah, 
It was a costume prom. I went as a chicken. <laughs> Good times. I'll finally have the spirit to say just how I feel. I just hope she can hear it. <sighs> this cow head is for real. How Mama would have giggled at his sweaty bravery and loved Lou just a little as he cow danced shakily. I thought she just felt sorry for him. My parents say they see my strength even though I'm shy. And I know it shouldn't matter, Mama doesn't need a guy. But seeing you, yeah, I thought by now at least someone would see. Or even raise an eyebrow at the wonder that is me. I don't remember her ever needing a confidence beat boost. <laughs> Now wait a minute, what is that? Our Mamma Gemma spied as something big crashed through the school that she lived right beside. Wait, I don't remember this part of the dance. Tis I, almighty Dracomax, the dragon lord on high. I'll make you all my subjects or bake you in a pie. See, dragons used to be half robot, but now robots don't exist. And dragon rage runs rampant. Way to generate a twist. A score of fiery years have passed in this world without a Randall. And Mama Jamma lives alone and writes by light of candle. Dear diary, my only friend, for some odd 20 years. Now finally I'll have revenge. <laughs> it's time to face my fears. She closed the book and took a wand, found on a broken street. Its magic might be just enough for one last mighty feat. I don't like where this is going. She walked across the broken street and toward a mountain high. Her destiny awoken as fires fell from the sky. Who dares approach the Draco Max? And are you friend or foe? Well, I'm your enemy, of course. Nobody likes you. I know. I am no lord these days. I'm stuck and not sure how. But now I want to change my ways. Could you please help me out? This wasn't how she saw her day. Where was her grand finale? She took her wand and held it raised. But her spirits wouldn't rally. You came here seeking violence. But now you hesitate. Free me and we can be friends. I know it's not too late. You see, our dragon, he was stuck, not metaphorically, but by his golden jewels and stuff, quite categorically. Well, first, you must agree to free your subjects and your riches. Then promise not to harm us and to do all our dishes. Deal. The deal was done. She raised her wand. It sputtered and it fizzled. If you're to free me, you'll need help from the most bearded wizard. Of course, there had to be a quest. Why is nothing ever easy? Please help me out, I'm feeling stressed. And also kinda queasy. While Max had fallen as a king, he had one loyal servant. Take my dragon without wings, though you hardly deserve it. And squeezing out the mountain came an unfamiliar sight. I've never seen a wingless dragon, spotted black and white. Of course I am a dragon. It's not a cow costume. And dragons are not easily tricked by simple papalos. <laughs> Papahoes? She asked, confused. Her school days were long past. Mamma Jamma, is that you? We meet again at last. I can't believe they're just mating. And Papalos a traitor? So where are Zack and Zizi? <laughs> are we gonna meet them later? For many days they walked the trails of this broken place. They fled from dragons and their whales and set a grueling pace. 
While Papaloo remembered his giddy schoolboy crush, this mamma was so different. They'd both been through so much. So, blobal blip trick. His words turned back to mush. You look post-apocalyptic. Oh, Papaloo, please hush. The two of them had come upon an old observatory, a dragon square and chrome upon it slumped in all its glory. I am Squarebox, here I layer in this old place of learning. It's now dilapidated, but it still speaks to my yearning. But Squarebot's not a villain, and he wouldn't hurt a school. This memory's not chillin', okay, Eric? On cool. While some dragons love reading, like Squarebox and his kin, their fires had needed feeding, and so the books went in. We all need that inner robot to quell our dragon's rage, for but an errant slingshot can fell the wisest sage. I back it up there, wizard. <laughs> I swear he just poofed here. A poof? Well, I would never. I just magically appeared. Oh, that's what you meant by poof. I, I thought you meant I too do. Oh, wizard wise, please stop, said Mamma quietly. We'd rather not cook in the pot of square box, savvy. <laughs> They'd linger just a moment long, and square box caught their scent. Now the chase was truly on, and on the heroes went. You are the most bearded wizard. I've got your wand here, see? To save us from this lizard, you must set another free. Oh, is that all? No bother. You two just lead the way. But I really wouldn't rather face a dragon down this day. Our Mamma Jemma had survived a thousand monster chases. She led them safely as their guide through all the secret places. I never got to see this place, old Nuwat City. Even as a pile of runes, it's really kind of pretty. You know, I never took the time, not once in all my life. It's hard to see real beauty and days so full of strife. Will you two please stop mooning? That beast is everywhere. Oh, our doom is looming. And you're sniffing at his hair. No, I was not. I thought maybe he was an evil dragon in disguise and I just, um... Wait, time out. You're trying to say that even without me, those two are gonna fall in love? Like, it was destiny? Then what's the point of all this pain? The whole world upside down? If everything ends up the same without Randall around. A few days passed, and they drew near the Dracomax's mountain, and deep down quiet hope and fear burbled like a fountain. And let me guess what happens next, a joyful end for all. We're meant to search for happiness, not just at a dance hall, but every day in little ways when things aren't all just right. So maybe I can finally say... Ah, that's a dragon, right? The silver beast had tracked them down and dove straight for its lunch. Just run, you two. Don't make a sound. I'll give them something to munch. But Papaloo, I never said. And now there isn't time. The Dracomax lies just ahead. Uh, this is my last rhyme. So Mama and the wizard went, while Papa stayed behind. With haste, they finished their ascent to save all humankind. Oh, Abacus, please take the wand and set the dragon free. Apparently, it takes a beard, so you're the magic key. A beard, indeed. That's what I have. No dragon bandit off. Or my name isn't Mr. Beard, and he cannot take me off. 
You're kidding me. Your beard is fake. This can't happen to me. Not fake, but not my own. A symbiotic entity. Would Mama and the beardless mage have time to save the day? And would dear Papa Lou escape? You can't stop now. No way. My friends are all in trouble and I feel like it's my fault. The world reduced to rubble and I was the catapult. But you really can't help, Randall, from here in what is worlds. Then guess what, E? I'm going in to get them unimperiled. Is unimperiling a thing? Uh, probably boop not. But I'm all done with rhyming. Can we drop it like it's hot? No. The stakes were never higher as Randall Rat arrived. Would he halt and catch fire or help his friends survive? You could have just said the end. <laughs> Bye, Randall. The end. Wow. I sure hope Randall can help save the Dracoverse. I guess we'll find out next week. Well, Will and William, no relation, I hope you enjoyed your story. And thank you to Amalia. Here's your secret review question that gave us our twist. Amalia wrote, What if Abacus wore a fake beard so people would think he's cool? And I made up a new character called Mr. Beard. I think we'll be seeing more of Mr. Beard next week. Folks at home, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Patrons get ad-free episodes, and they help me keep making this show. You can also leave a rating and review like our friend Amalia, or just tell a friend about us. Now I, Kathunkel, must tell you of Ayla, age eight. She lives in Minneapolis with her two dogs, Sully and Luna, and presumably some other people who aren't as cute as doggies. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, our co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that you do affect the lives around you so often for the better. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>